0: You're tuned in to the ETBU Sports Net, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Texas Tiger Podcast. I'm Adam P. Ledyard the Assistant Athletic Director for Communications here at East Texas Baptist University. Today on our podcast, we have another special feature interview with ETBU volleyball player, Ansley Reeve. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for coming in today to the Tiger Inn Studios to talk to us a little bit about your time here at ETBU. So as we get started here, first uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, hometown major, uh, a little bit about sh- your life and, and who you are.
1: Okay, so as you said, my name is Ainsley Reeve. I am a sophomore here at ETBU. I am the outside hitter for the volleyball team. Um, I was born in Plano, Texas, but I grew up in Cuero, Texas, small town, South Texas. Um, I graduated from Cuero High School. And um, some things about me is I love anything to do with outdoors. I love hanging out with family and friends and just creating memories with them.
0: Small town like uh, one stoplight small town, no stoplight small town, um, or drive-through small town?
1: More like three stoplights. Pretty, I mean, it's not super, that, super small, but...
0: That's a, a semi-decent it's a small decent. town. If you get three stoplights in a town, you're doing all right.
1: Yes. It's a decent, it's a good small town. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I grew up in a three-stoplight town in Ohio, so I, I understand. If you can get people to stop, yeah. you're good to go. Yes. Now did you have a DQ...
1: Yes, we did.
0: Then you're set. Three stoplights and a DQ, you're made. It's, yes, it's it's a great stop. It's a great place to be. So, well, it's uh, it's good to have you here today. And uh, uh, outdoors, being outdoors, it's getting cold enough where you can go outdoors and do some things now.
1: Yes, it is. Have you
0: have you pulled out the anything to to hang up outside or sit outdoors or anything like that yet?
1: Well, me and my roommates actually just bought a projector and um, a white sheet, so that way we can hang it up on a, in between the trees and watch movies out there and just enjoy nice. the weather. So, and social distance. And social distance. There Gotta you go. Be that safe.
0: that's the key right there. <laughs> yes. So here's here's a two part two part question for you. What kind of music do you listen to, and what music gets you ready for a match?
1: So, I listen to pretty much any types of music, but my favorite is, um, Christian and country and sometimes pop. Um, however, I don't listen to it as much. Just whatever I, whatever I'm in the mood for. And then for a match, we usually have one person on the aux or on the speaker and, um, we play like old music, uh, old pop music or old hip hop music just to keep, get us going and get the energy going and, a bunch of it is we just mess around before. So,
0: on the ox, is that is that the volleyball talk on your you're on <laughs> command today for the music? Yes. I might have to use that. You know, Mark <laughs> and Kenneth, we might be on the ox now for, for game days for music. Yes. I like that. Yes. Now, headphones, you have the AirPods, you plug them in. Do you walk around like game days? Do you have your own music going before you come over here? Mm.
1: I usually listen to um, a bunch of music beforehand, Um, like in my room while I'm getting ready to go get ready for the game, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or when I drive over here, um, I usually have someone with me and we're blaring music just to get our energy going.
0: I'm with you on the... uh... All different kinds of music. Like I don't have like a straight favorite genre. It's like, what yes. mood am I in? I'm I, I in the worship mood? Yes. Am I in the upbeat like techno mood? Yes. I like marching band music sometimes. So am I in the Ohio State University marching band music, <laughs> which nobody around here likes. <laughs> uh, you know, so I understand that it's it's all about you know what what kind of mood you're in to listen to, and it's fascinating how much music. Helps people and puts them in, in different ways of life and, and expresses things. So, yes. yeah, music is a big part of life. So, moving on here, uh, we also like to talk a little bit about food on our show. Since you're college students and uh, experiencing different things when you travel with the teams and where you go, is there a, a specific food you enjoy, like to make, or have a tradition of when you when you go home to eat?
1: So, my favorite thing to eat is anything with pasta i love pasta that's probably my favorite thing my go-to meal Um, it's easy to make and it's so good Um, but one thing that really really i really enjoy is when i go home and my dad makes his ribs my Mm. favorite thing ever i love going home to that and just being around that
0: yeah, that that just sounds good, really, <laughs> like right now. I mean, when a dad can make ribs, that's just, okay, let's just stop. Let's go eat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're so good.
0: Is that like every time you go home, you request uh, ribs?
1: I request it, but sometimes he's busy with his job and he can't. Yeah, But um, he makes up for it in the end.
0: So you're a sophomore here at ETBU. How did you hear about ETBU and, and what sold you on coming to Marshall, Texas.
1: So my my sophomore year of high school, I came to a softball camp here at ATVU. And I was just going because I got a showcase um, invitation. And I was like, man, I really like this campus. Like, it's so nice here and it feels like home. Um, Well, my sophomore year, I also had a really big elbow surgery that took me pretty much out of softball throwing throwing in the softball and stuff like that. And so um, I was like, well, I'm not going to go to ETBU anymore because I only want to go there if I play a sport. Um, I was wanting to go to Angelo State, um, something a little further away from my home. And so I, uh, my senior year, my head volleyball coach in high school um, sent out my film to ETBU Volleyball didn't I didn't I had no idea about it well then in January I'm getting an email from the head coach here Darby Graf, um saying we would really like you to come on a visit and really check out the campus and stuff like that and immediately I screenshot it and send it to my mom and my coach and I said oh my gosh where'd she get our film like what the heck and my coach goes, uh, I kind of send in the film without you knowing, you just really need to go play somewhere. And cause I wasn't going to play anywhere. And, um, I was like, oh my gosh. So I came back on campus and I got an actual visit, a tour and just meeting the professors and meeting the coaches and the teammates. And, um, it just really felt like home and I felt so welcomed and wanted to be here. And, um it was just a good environment, athletically, academically, and spiritually. And that was something that I needed um, when going off to college.
0: It sounded like that God had a plan for you. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I
1: definitely, I agree with that.
0: You're the third student athlete I've interviewed, and each one has said that we weren't supposed to come to ETBU. We didn't really know of it or hear of it, but somehow we ended up here and when we came for our campus visit, it felt like home. Yes. So I'm I'm hearing this as a continual thing through the student athletes that come here. That you know this is where they're supposed to be. Somehow, you know, God's bringing ETBU into their lives, and when they come here, it's it just feels natural.
1: Yes, it does. It's something that I told my mom and dad as soon as we left for the visit. I said this is where I want to go, and my parents were like, okay, well, let's take a few more visits, and and I was like. I don't want to, and i I didn't take any more visits, and so um I chose each of you as soon as I left
0: once you know you know, and if yes. that's if that's what you feel God's leading you to do in your life, you know that's where you need to go, so we're glad that happened because uh like i said it's it's great to hear these stories of the student athletes and how they get here, and it's sounding a lot like that God's placing people here for a reason, so yes. it's it's great to hear that uh. One final question before our, our first break. How has life been in the COVID era, uh, the last six, seven months, dealing with academics, working out at home, seeing friends when you're quarantined, things like that, coming back and, and, and getting back into practice? Uh, talk a little bit about you know how you've dealt with all this.
1: So um, it has definitely been um, a blessing in disguise because – last semester obviously it got cut short for me my freshman year and it was definitely a bummer but at the same time I needed that completely because I was living six and a half hours away from home. Um, My dad was accepting a new job at New Caney High School um, and I just felt like I was so far away from home that I couldn't help them and um, so being able to go home in that time and just be with my family and help them with whatever they needed to do um, was definitely a blessing and much needed for me. Um, But as far as like working out and getting back into athletics, it has definitely been a lot harder, Um, not only with the working out situation and getting back in shape, but just looking forward to something like we don't have a game or um, on Friday nights or we don't have a tournament to go to and so that's just been kind of hard with our team um, because our season is supposed to be now Um, but we're definitely making it through and our coaches have done a really good job of creating some practices that are fun but yet very beneficial for the upcoming season.
0: Yeah it's been it's been hard on all of us trying to wiggle through all this and figure out what to what to do and how to do it and where to go and And uh, especially during the quarantine time, uh, the athletes that I've talked to have enjoyed being back at home during that because it kind of brought us all back to family. You know, yes, it was a kind of a bad time in the United States, but if you're close to your family, it was a great time for family time. Yes. And that's what I sense from a lot of people talking to them is they had that chance to uh, spend time with their family that they wouldn't normally get. And and maybe by the end of three months you were on each other's nerves, but you were still at home enjoying each yes, other. Yes, I agree. You know, and and that's a time that I think everybody will try to re, will hopefully remember as they as they grow older. Yes. But well, it's it's good that you're back here. We're playing some volleyball and practicing. Uh, I know, Coach Graf is doing a great job of trying to keep everybody together and enjoy it. She does a good job with that, and and we all are. We're trying to figure out this fall season. It's why we, we're doing Tigers Unite and these podcasts and, and, and telling your guys' stories and uh, doing all the things that we're doing on social media and the website to bring everybody together this semester to get them ready to come out roaring for February 21 when we get back on the courts and the fields and uh, out there when everybody will be playing. There will be something from... Tuesday through Saturday, most likely, on campus or or going on. So it's going to be an exciting time come second semester. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break here, and we'll be back in just a moment for our DQ Blizzard freeze-out. We'll be right back. At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh
1: new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa, and two slices of pepper jack cheese. Because, of course, that's three new fresh things on top of two fresh beef patties, which all adds up to Whataburger's new limited-time Pico de Gallo burger. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger.
0: And welcome back to the Texas Tiger podcast. I'm Adam P Ledyard here with Ansley Reeve of the ETBU volleyball team. We've been talking about her and her life and how she came to ETBU, but before we finish up this last three questions with her, we have the DQ Blizzard Freeze out where I try to freeze her on rapid questions. If she pauses, I win and she is frozen. But then she also has questions for me that I don't know about. And she's going to try and freeze me. So here we go. You're up first. Favorite fast food stop on a road trip? Dairy Queen. Favorite color? Blue. Favorite clothing store?
1: Altered state.
0: Favorite shoes? Tennis shoes. Spike or dig? Spike. Day games or night games?
1: Day games.
0: Chick-fil-A or Popeyes? Chick-fil-A. Baby blue or a yellow jersey? Baby blue. Alpine or Clarksville? Alpine. Hand claps or high fives? High fives. That was easy. Easy. I. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't send these out to the student athletes before <laughs> I talk to them. What, what was the clothing store? What was that?
1: Altered State. It's, I have never heard of that. It's a women's clothing store and it's very...
0: Um, well, it's no wonder I haven't heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's awesome though. All right. So now you're going to try and freeze me out, huh?
1: Okay. I got it. Okay. Favorite singer or band?
0: Favorite singer or band. Uh, Well, you got me because... Come (laughs) on. It's music. It's all over the board. (laughs) Shoot. She got me the first question. Um, Gosh. Toby Mac.
1: Okay. Movie at home or at the theater?
0: Ooh, at home with the family.
1: Fridays or Saturdays?
0: Friday nights with family.
1: Pancakes or waffles?
0: Oh waffles
1: what's worse laundry or dishes
0: dishes
1: (laughs) favorite fast food fries
0: favorite fast food fries oh there was some where did i have some cheese fries the other night oh there was this place that had some good cheese fries man i don't even remember (laughs) it might have been dairy queen i don't know we'll say dairy queen fries there we go
1: and then the last one is your favorite. No,
0: Wingstop. That's where it was at. <laughs> Wingstop here in Marshall. A little plug for them.
1: <laughs> and then your last one. I didn't think I was going to stump you on the first one, so I put a really hard question oh. on the last one, but your favorite kid.
0: Yeah, All four of them. <laughs> That's you, a you, good answer. You can't have just one favorite kid. <laughs> yes. And my wa- my wife's the rock star. She, she takes care of all that. She does a great job with them. Stay-at-home wife. She's done it for 11 years now, oh. so she's awesome. That's sweet. Wow, man. that, that Golly. <laughs> that was bad for me. Shoot, I wish I had a DQ Blizzard to give you because you definitely won that one. <laughs> All right, so we're heading in our last segment here, and uh, we'll finish up with these three questions. So uh, talking before, you, you've come from a line of coaches in your family. Your grandfather coached, your dad coaches in high school at New Caney, and you want to be a coach. Talk about uh, growing up as, as a coach's daughter, being watching your grandfather, where he's at now and what he's doing, and, and why you you want to coach.
1: Growing up as a coach's daughter has its highs and its lows, for sure. Um, its lows is definitely hearing people talk about your dad in some situations, like at a football game or something like that, or um, having your dad away. Um, at nights um or on the weekends, just not being able to see him as much, but I definitely will say that being a coach's daughter has taught me a lot about character um that's my dad's famous word he loves that word, and so um uh, just learning like how to hold your anger and Hold on to family. Family is so important with a coach's family. Um, cause that's pretty much all you have. And so, um, my mom has definitely taught me a lot in that area. Um, she is literally the perfect coach's wife to me. I want to see that to her. Um, but I definitely have had so much fun growing up in a coach's office. Um, mm-hmm. just being able to See the ins and outs of athletics and what goes behind it and what a coach's thoughts are. It's not just about winning, it's mm-hmm. about changing student athletes' lives for the better. And that's what I've definitely seen from my grandpa, my dad, my uncle, my brother now. Um, and so that has made me want to become a coach. I want to be that difference maker in the high school area. Um, it's so important. To really reach out to those kids because you don't know what they're going through and that's the time of their life where they need you the most um and I've definitely had coaches who have reached out to me and who still reach out to me um and it just makes the world of a difference like it's insane so I as you can tell I definitely have a lot of passion for it I don't even know how to put it in words but just being a coach's daughter has taught me a lot about taking care of others and being there and being that role model. And so.
0: Wow, that's great. Especially, I think when we talked a little bit yesterday, your your grandfather started. What's a little bit, tell us a little bit about what your grandfather's doing now.
1: So my grandfather is now coaching overseas in Norway. He coaches like a professional league. He was, he retired from um, coaching high school football. And a few years later, he got asked to coach overseas. Um, And so now he spends his summers and some of his winter time in Norway coaching um, like (laughs) 28-year-olds football. So
0: That's awesome. Yes. To take the American sport across seas and show them how to play. Yes. So cool. Well, it sounds like you've got some great – uh, family traditions there in coaching, people you can look up to. And and it's true, a lot of people don't realize what goes in behind the scenes in coaching. They just see you on Friday nights or on the television or whatever. They don't know how much work goes into it. And the choices that you make on that play, you know, the odds looked good at that time. But yes. you, you just never know. And so, like, I've learned you can't criticize coaches for that call, you know, because – they know at that point this is the play that we looked at that should go yes. but one player might step the wrong way or the the blitz might actually come in at the right spot at the right time yes. and and blow it up that you weren't expecting and then you're like oh no so um understand that cuz like even with what we do and put out there a lot of people don't realize what we do behind the scenes to make ETB athletics look good. Yes. So it's, it's, I totally understand. And, and when we try to tell people that we try to show them, this is what really happens behind the scenes. Yes. It's not just, here's a podcast. Let's put it out there. Here's a video. You know, there's a lot of time and thought that goes into what we do. Same oh, with yes. coaching. I mean, you, you have to spend that time in that and, and, um, developing and then the lives of, of the, the student athletes and, pouring into them and it's just not coaching like you said so uh it'll be exciting to see where you go we got you for three more years so (laughs) you can learn a lot here and then when you leave here you know where your career takes you from there so part of ETBU is is their uh spiritual aspect of it how has uh your spiritual life grown here at ETBU in your short amount of time
1: so I am a very independent person. I like to keep things to myself, whatever, whatever. Um, but one way that ETBU has shown me, um, like my spiritual growth, is making connections with my teammates on a spiritual level. I, when I before I came here to ETBU, I wasn't necessarily outspoken about um, some things in my life that God has helped me through. But since I came here to ETBU, my coaches have really sat down with me and like, it's okay, like, you need to, you if you feel called to say something, you need to say it because others might be going through the same thing. And so during our team Bible studies and stuff, I have definitely been more outspoken about situations or about um, situations that I've gone through that... Um, I feel that others may need help in, or just even the one-on-one time with other players. Um, I was definitely not that athlete. I was more of like athletics, 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 but now I see myself as a spiritual leader as well, and ETBU has definitely helped me in that area. I don't know if I would be the same person if I would have gone to a different school.
0: That's great to hear, because it when... when students go to college, it's those four years that kind of shape them for life. Yes. And if you can learn how to grow in Christ in that time and and hear the Holy Spirit kind of tug on your heart to talk to some people, you know, that's that's that nugget in life then at that time that you're supposed to talk to that person that may help them down the line somewhere else. And so it's it's learning to develop that walk with Christ, listen to what He's saying to you, and and speaking up when you feel like you need to speak up. Yes. So and and our coaches are great at that. Uh, that's one thing I love about ETBU is how well they train and show their student athletes how to grow in Christ. Yes. You know, and give those them them opportunities and bring speakers on campus and uh, just the counseling they have with that. And it's great to see in the development of of student athletes from freshmen through their senior years. So one final question, what has been some of your favorite moments at ETBU so far?
1: So my favorite moments have been definitely when we went on, um, our tournaments last year, just spending the night in a hotel with everyone and going out to eat with everyone. And then waking up the next morning and be like game time, let's go. Like that's probably my favorite moment is just being around my team and, um, go being able to travel with them, definitely miss it.
0: <laughs> yeah, road trips are the best. Yes, I mean, just that time that you have on the bus, uh, music, movies, reading, homework, bonding, yes, all that together, and and uh, short trips from here to Longview, long trips from here to Alpine. Yes, so you're gonna have a short amount of time to bond, or you're gonna have a day and a half to bond. Yes, <laughs> so um. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where those are memories. When we talk to a lot of people, that they remember those trips that they took, you know, in their time at ETBU. So, well, we want to thank you for coming by to here today to the uh, Tiger Den Studio to be on the uh, Texas Tiger Podcast. We want to thank everyone who's listening, and remember to go follow us on social media under Go ETBU Tigers. Until next time, this is Adam P. Ledyard. Thanks for listening here. This is
1: the Texas Tiger Podcast.